0: Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. This video is being premiered on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. I've invited all of you, new and old, many times to follow the Master's Voice prophecy blog on Bitshoot on Rumble and on Brighton. all the information is directly below this video. YouTube is not the only place that I've posted. And the reason I've invited people quite frequently is because I don't always post on YouTube first. So um, if you would at least subscribe, Wherever you find this video, wherever it's been posted first, if you subscribe to Rumble or Bitchute or Brighteon, then that way you're always going to get a notification if the video doesn't go live on YouTube. It's not always that YouTube is going to allow every video or every, everything that the Lord has me saying. So you just need to be a little bit more flexible. You need to be a little bit more skillful so that you don't get lost in the movement of how God is moving. Remember that I always said that my primary concern is keeping up with God and God has been pouring so much prophetic revelation on me, so much information on me. And that is why you've started to see this new thing popping up on my channel called a prophecy prayer call where this is just live prophecy taken from a daily call that I have with intercessors, one intercessor in particular, most of the times. And what information can be shared? I just cut from those prayer calls and I share it. And you can see that sometimes the information is only five minutes long. It's only five minutes that I'm able to share out of the one and a half hours, sometimes two hour prayers. But, uh, the last prophecy that the Lord gave me was 56 minutes. It was 56 minutes just to show you how the Lord truly works with a messenger that he has called. It is not just the prophetic words that God gives me that are published on the, on the blog. God is moving in a sovereign way, a new way, and just basically bringing out live revelations, many of them sometimes surprising to myself, um, as we are in the process of exalting him, as we are in the process as servants of God, ministers of God, interceding and seeking his face for the future. And I will just say that these are some of the things that many of the false prophets that people are so enamored of cannot do. They cannot do this. They cannot stand and act. At that moment in the presence of the Lord, speak on the Lord's behalf, speak forth, thus saith the Lord, and reveal the things that are coming. And so to the new people, I will say this. Many of you have this weird and distressing habit of somebody would recommend this channel to you. Somebody will be trying to get you out of the sugar trap. That you might be stuck in and tell you, have you heard of Celestial? Have you heard of the Master's Voice prophecy blog? Go and take a look. And then what happens is you come here and the first thing you're doing is, oh, I can't find the food that I'm used to. I can't find the the wealth transfer and I can't find the rapture prophecies. And can you tell me where those are? And they're nowhere to be found because this is not that kind of place. Here, I actually work with scripture. I work with the Bible. I work with the truth of the gospel as it has been revealed to the prophet. Of old, what is truly coming to this world? What is truly coming to all people who call themselves Christians? For there is a contingent of people who call themselves Christians, but they just have a form of godliness totally lacking the power. I would also say totally lacking any clue as to where we are spiritually. And so when those people stumble into a place like this, it becomes very uncomfortable for them simply because nothing that I say, and also nothing that I will ever say will match up with that reality. So it's, it's going to be either that you will have to be discomfited for a while until you wake up and shake out of that sleep that is holding many people captive Or you will remain as you are and stumble on to find something that matches your unfortunately lukewarm temperature. The choice is yours. Today we are looking at financial prophecies by the grace of God, even though it is quite late. I might be able to do two prophecies, but if I can't, I'm definitely going to do this one. This prophecy came directly in the middle of the year, so I would say it's about three months old. It's about roughly three months old, July 14, 2022. And the title of this prophecy is Underwater. And this prophecy is concerning financial markets. God has been speaking in the live prophecy calls quite a bit about a coming financial crash. So I started covering this thing, I would think about June, where God says says um, that there's going to be a wage crisis, and there's going to be an unemployment crisis. And he also revealed um, that America is going to go back to Great Depression levels. So as you can see, this is directly counter to whatever Kool-Aid people have. Many people sipping out there telling them that this is the time to buy whatever it is that they're telling you to buy. Just know that There is a 15 or 16 minute live prophecy call where God was saying, why did you play with your money? Did you not hear that dire straits were coming? Why did you play with your money and investments? Why did you invest your money in foolish places? There was another prophecy where the Lord said to me, my child observe the women of today. They take their money and invest it in their breasts and their backside, which gives a new meaning to the phrase sitting on your cash. And God basically said that to people who continue spending their money on frivolities who continue running hither and thither, um, listening to whatever is floating in the wind, you will find that America will be prevented from kicking the financial can down the road any more. God said that this country is federally broke, that there is no money on the books, that they're trying to get inventive and creative with the numbers, but he is not going to allow that anymore. He said he will expose the U.S. books and America, you will pay the price for the poor stewardship of the people who captain this ship. And you will also come to see how loveless they are, how wicked they are. The Lord revealed, I think just a few days ago, um, in another prophecy prayer call. And he said, you know, celestial, what happens is that people in America truly think that the leaders that represent them from whichever side actually get together. They think that they get together, um, On their partisan sides and they're working for the American people. But the Lord said that what people don't know is that when the cameras go off, both sides come together and they are actually serving the overlord, Satan. They have absolutely no interest in the general population's well-being. They have no interest in the population, the global population's well-being. He said that they're working for a totally different agenda. They're working to bring about a new kingdom you see, these people, these people read the Bible a lot more than Christians. These people, they have studied Daniel chapter 7, and they are fully vested in bringing about what Daniel called the fourth beast. They are fully vested in bringing about that final kingdom, which is the kingdom of the iron mixed with clay that Nebuchadnezzar dreamt and saw. They want to bring bring about that transhumanist blended kingdom where almost nothing will be run by human beings. Almost everything is going to be AI, AI, AI. A machine will be making major life decisions for people. I have that live prophecy prayer call. I just need to edit it and then I will upload it when I have time. And um, people in America are still basically stuck in 1913 and thinking that the good old values that founded the nation is what is happening. Stuck on politics, completely drunk on the kool aid, misled, lied to, and also sadly proud. Because here's the thing. It's one thing to be deceived and then to finally allow the pain of your deception to work through you so that you can be healed of it but how difficult it is to be deceived and then be so proud that you're unable to admit you were deceived because if you accept that you were fooled, then you also have to accept that you're someone who can be fooled. And for the majority, pride simply will not allow that. Underwater, July 14, 2022. So, I woke up early that morning after having some economically difficult dreams. Please understand that I'm going to be mostly reading here, mostly because a lot of this subject matter is outside of my purview. Um, A lot of this is money stuff, and I have no problem with saying this. I'm able to accurately record what God says to me because he uses words. So I'm able to accurately record what the Lord says to me, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I will always understand some of these technicalities and be able to bring it to you. So for this prophecy, some people will automatically understand because they're into this stuff, they're investing in all that. And then some people may need to go and do a little extra work and read up. And so whichever side of the coin you, you're on, this is the revelation in the word of God. So I was having um, a tough dream, and that dream comes at the bottom of this prophecy at the very end. I'll get to it. But what happened is, what happened in that dream made me so upset that I woke up irritated. These dreams can be so real that I will wake up in the full flush of the emotions, stress, worry, awe, fear, um, and in this case, severe irritation because of what what happened in the dream But when I woke up, God started talking to me immediately. And what he said is that the American economy is going to totally flatline. It is going to crash. And I've heard that many times before, but this time he was focused on the stock market. And what the Lord said is that the stock market is a rigged game and that ordinary people don't really stand a chance in that game because this is a carefully curated platform where personal bets and insider culture rule. So this is not the open free market economy that's constantly being sold, the Milton Friedman myth and all that. Um, The stock market, as well as the free market actually, are heavily manipulated by the government in this country. The government leans more towards this Soviet um, central planning module more than they do the free market economy. It's just a myth that um, things are following logical, you know, that people are making logical choices and whatever like that. Most of the time, the government is heavily involved, either in front of us all or behind the scenes. And this is what God was saying. When it comes to the stock market, it's all about making personal bets. It's all about insider culture. And like I said, I didn't understand some of what I was seeing, but I recorded it accurately and you will get the full prophetic record as God said it. And so I came out of this dream. I was upset. And I, the first thing I saw when I opened my eyes was a white bathroom. So I saw a white bathroom without any personal effects. There's no cream on the countertops. There's no bath rug. There's nothing to personalize this bathroom. It is a nice-looking bathroom, all white, And at the time I saw it, it was half flooded. So just imagine if the door was flat on the floor so that no water would seep under the door. And that means whatever water pours into this bathroom would be pouring into it exactly like a pool. When I saw this bathroom, as soon as I woke up, I was looking at this bathroom. It was halfway flooded. And when I say halfway, I mean the water had crept up over the toilet. It had crept up over the tub. It had crept up even over the raised sink. It was halfway up the wall. And this bathroom was in the process of getting completely drowned. And then God said, tell them that the NASDAQ, the FTSE, the New York Stock Exchange, the Dow Jones, and any other form of currency and investment platform that they're trusting in is going to be flooded on purpose. It's going down, underwater, all of it. It's already impossible to make a fortune on these indices um, because they are rigged to favor the super-rich and the super-wealthy. Whatever anyone thinks he's making on the stock exchange, this was God speaking, so please stick with me. Whatever anyone thinks that he's making on the stock exchange, it is pennies compared to where the real trading is happening, where the real money is moving. Money is exchanged in a private part of the stock exchange where ordinary people will never find it. So there's a part of the stock exchange where the majority of the real trades, real money is moving, real trades, real bets are being placed, and ordinary people have no access to it. God said you will never find it. The system is rigged, and the rich know the score. Ordinary people can never find where that money is being traded because it happens in plain sight, and yet it's not visible at all. God said people put their money there and the money is accepted into something called the general pool. So everybody knows that the stock exchange, as long as you have a company or whatever, and it's big enough and you can, I guess, offer shares and go public. He says that this general pool is there to legitimize the stock exchange, to build up capital in the stock exchange and to sustain the circulation of money in the financial sector and even in the overall economy. So ordinary people, you can buy and sell on the stock exchange. And God said that you're kind of putting your money into something like a board game and your money becomes chips, but your chips are what is keeping this grand swindle going. He says that once your money gets into the stock exchange, it's not your money anymore. He said, People think that because they have these apps in their hands that allow them to see and track and handle their investments, they feel that they still have control over their money. They feel that their money is still their money, but God says that's an illusion. Your money becomes like poker chips, and those poker chips become illusions the player's money. He says it also becomes the government's money because the government is a massive trader in the stock exchange. And God says that the U S government is trading on the stock exchange under various names, various corporations, and various aliases that have nothing to do with U S gov. So I guess the government I've never actually checked. But I guess maybe the government would be listed on the stock exchange, I guess, in case of government bonds or something like that, they would be listed as USGov. And then you can say, you know what, I'm going to prove my patriot colors. I'm going to buy government bonds or whatever it is that people do. And then you're going to shop from USGov. But God says, won't you be surprised to find out that USGov has a ton of other aliases and a ton of other names because the government has reconstituted itself as a number of privately traded companies and other things like that, that you won't know this is the government. And those players are also spreading the government's wealth in the stock exchange under other names. And he says, the government is playing the hands and playing the rounds, just like all the players, rich people says the Lord have an entirely different set of rules and views hear their terms and names for themselves. This is coming directly from the Lord. I've just woken up. I've seen a flooded bathroom and immediately this is God going at this deep level. And I'm simply writing it down. He says rich people are part of a completely different world and hear how they refer to themselves. They call themselves the super rich, uber rich, the untouchables, the clan. The Lord says the list is long. Whether super rich, uber rich, or the clan, he says they're accepting public money into a private pool. And when your money gets in there, God says that they use it to play a closed and a private game. They're just like players in these gentlemen clubs where you have to be a member of the club to play, except that this is different because the players in the gentlemen club are being funded by the public. God says that the public is the endless benefactor of these things because people just keep putting their money on the table like an automated ATM request, and the clan takes the money. They draw it into that private part of the stock exchange where only they go, and then they play a game with it. He says they are doing private betting almost like a game. And the endless supply of chips for the bedding table comes from the unsuspecting public. And the Lord is saying all this, and I'm just watching this water climb and climb and climb in this empty white bathroom. Tell them the stock exchange and the financial trades will crash and take everyone who is still in it with it. The bathroom will go underwater and everyone still in it will drown. Let them know the time is soon, but not yet. So this is the first part of the prophecy. Waking up from a dream that I will describe, seeing a flooded bathroom and hearing God talk about the NASDAQ, the FTSE, the New York Stock Exchange, the Dow Jones, and everything else where people invest and move currency and, um, other things around here in America, God says it's going to be flooded on purpose. It's going down, it's going underwater. And if you're still in it, when that time comes, well, you will just go underwater with it. And I spoke in that recent prayer call. I'm going to tag it underneath. I think it says everything it's called financial crash, nothing but scattering. And one of the visions I saw, um, as that live prophecy was coming out, was that I saw a man who was getting more and more depressed because I was seeing this man as across a spiritual divide. But when I spoke to the man, he could hear me and I was telling him, why did you put your money in in all these toys, in these online games? Why did you put your money in this investing thing and up and down and all these These things that people are running here and there. It's almost like there's spiritual deafness in the earth. And I think many, many people, I'm speaking to many of you who come here and eat real food and then go out there and eat trash and you keep mixing your diet. And that is why dark and light, deception and truth are fighting for supremacy in you. But it's your choice to mix your diet and you can have truth and deception. And if you think that you can live in those two worlds, and come out with a good outcome, deception is already winning, but um, one of the things is that people are not aware of how the devil works it is It is something that i I never cease to be amazed by the endless capacity of people who say that they belong to God or people who say that they have the wisdom of the spirit because they they 're Christians and all this. I never cease to be amazed by the endless capacity of people to assist the devil, to destroy them. So we are in times where the Lord is saying, consolidate. What does consolidate mean? It means be like a wise crab and pull your limbs back. Because one of the things that God said in that prophecy prayer call about financial crash is that, There was a crab that was fully extended and then the crab suddenly pulled back and contracted and that's how the market contracted and everything just crashed. In another image, I saw a crab or just some kind of crustacean fully extended and then a blade just came down and hacked off all those legs. And you know if a crab has eight legs or whatever and they all get chopped off, that is instant death. There's no question about it. And so um, if people get caught in this musical chairs because they simply lack wisdom and they simply can't hear and all their little prophecy muppets out there keep telling them, buy this and buy that, then you you deserve what you get, really. You deserve what you get because you sought after it and you walked in it. And so just like Isaiah said, if you, you walk in the fire, you will just lay down in the agony of the embers, to paraphrase. And so... Um, God is saying the stock exchange and this financial trading and stuff like that will crash as this bathroom goes underwater. The next thing I saw was somebody gave me a sheet of paper, right? So I was a man, um, in this vision. I was a man outside one of these awesome wall street, really tall glass fronted buildings And I was about to take my lunch break. So I had walked out of this building and I was standing in the center of Manhattan in a fantastic suit and... That building that I worked in, I knew in my heart because I was inside this man. So either I was that man or I was inside the man, whichever one. And I knew that this building I just walked out of, we were working money at a feverish pace. So we were handling large amounts of cash in big, big transactions. And I knew um, in that young man's body that I was fantastic. Fantastic at that job. So in a very short period of time, I had made millions and millions and millions of dollars for whoever was employing me in that fancy building. And so I was good at this job, And one day I had come out and I was going to take my lunch and I was standing on the curb trying to get a cab. So I'm raising my hand, I'm trying to get a cab and a man in like early or mid forties, an older guy, definitely older than me. He ran out and he was like, Hey, hey kid. Hey, hold up kid. So I turned around and I put my arm down and I turned to face this man who was my superior. He was one of my superiors in this job. And he said to me, Hey kid you done great. You done good. They want me to give you this, use it, and you'll be set for life. And this man handed me just a, a piece of paper about this big, you know, a paper that you can hold folded in your hand. He handed me a folded paper and on it were a few trades from the stock exchange. Now I, as Celestial, I could not read what was on the paper. So when I looked through this boy's eyes at the paper, All I saw were four or five blurry spots that this man had written. Like when you write something in pencil and then you smudge it with your finger. So I couldn't see what was written because I know that God didn't want me to see those trades. But when the boy saw the trades, when that young man saw the trades, he looked up at the man in shock, in appreciation, in understanding and serious gratitude And this young man was amazed because that paper was showing him on that paper what to buy, how much of it to buy, how long to hold it for. And just as I, Celestial, was figuring it out, I heard the Lord say, insider trading. That paper contained four or five crown jewel trades that were going to make that boy set for life for 10 years lifetimes. And the older guy slapped me on the shoulder and he was grinning. And he said, yeah, you're welcome, kid. I'll tell him you sent your regards. And he turned and walked back into the building. So there are people who are in this game and they're moving your money around But they're moving lifetime fortunes around for themselves. Why? Because they've won the favor of the faceless class up there that I always talk about. Those people who are sitting at 60 and 70-story buildings, not only in this city, New York City, but all around the world, the majority of them live here And I'm not talking about even the 1% that you know by face, the usual suspects, the so-called tech gods and, and the Microsofts. No, there are people above these people. I have said it and I'm going to say it again. I said there are people above these people who have nation money. That's right. Their fortunes are unknown. Their fortunes have never entered the pages of Forbes one day in their life. Their fortunes are like planets that's how big they are. They affect nations. They are bigger than the GDP of nations. These people decide what banks are going to stay functional, what banks are going to crash, what banks are going to have to stay beholden and begging for their very existence. And in this way, these people have captured countries and only give the appearance of sovereign nations, i.e. nations that can make their own decisions. Um, God even said that these people are faceless, meaning why he said, nobody's ever seen these people, my child, nobody's ever seen these faces celestial. Some of these people, um, they've not been captured by camera or anything like that for a very long time. And so the next vision I saw is I saw a sheet of paper being held before me. And when I looked at the paper, it was just a sheet of paper. Okay. So it's a sheet of paper and I'm looking at the paper and thinking, Okay. This is paper. But then the Lord sharpened my vision and I began to see transactions happening on the paper. And the only way I can put it is this. So please listen, imagine the sheet of paper. It's a normal a four sheet of paper, but try to imagine it in blocks. So it's got maybe five blocks and then five blocks. Try to imagine a sheet of paper divided into five blocks for 99% of this paper There were little white ants crawling within each block and the movement of those little white ants represented the movement of money, the movement of stocks, bonds, investments, Currency and everything that forms the global economy. So just imagine, here's the paper and here's block one, block two, block three, block four, like that. And in each block, little white ants are moving around. And the movement of those ants is currency transactions, stocks, bonds, treasury bonds, um, sovereign debt, all that stuff. On 99% of this paper, these tiny ants were so few They were so sluggish, they were moving here and there, but their activity was sluggish and it wasn't much to write home about. But then God zoomed my attention down to the corner of the sheet to only one block. Right there in the tiniest corner of the bottom right of the sheet, the Lord zoomed this block out so much that I saw a world of activity. And when I say world, I'm talking about an entire universe of lightning fast black ants working at top speed. And this was the hidden section where the rich trade, they buy, they sell, and they make money. It was a hive of activity alive with cash And with transactions zipping between the ants at lightning speed. And I was totally amazed. And then the paper zoomed back out again to normal resolution. And it looked exactly how it looked to me before. Just a plain white sheet of paper. You couldn't see the white ants. You couldn't see the black ants. But this time... I knew where to look. I knew where the money was happening. And so I put my hand at the bottom right, and I could feel something like Braille. You know Braille is the language for the blind. It's raised bumps. I put my hand there, and where the rest of the paper was smooth because of those weak ants, there, there were Braille symbols in black, white, and gray. And I could feel this is where stuff happens. This is where There is life. There is movement, but not anywhere else. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, the stock exchange will crash. And in time, everything that is considered money will go away. And God said that after that comes the new world order and the new beast system that has its own money, its own stock exchange, and its own way of doing things. The rich will trade in both worlds. This world and that world that is coming, and they will be successful in both. That has always been their way, God was telling me. They succeed no matter the playing field. And a large reason for that is because they set the playing field. They set the rules. They change the rules as it favors them. So why on earth would they not succeed? But here is what most people, excuse me, please, do not understand. And most people seem to be having a tough time comprehending that there is a world after this one. It seems like no matter how frequently I sit here and I tell you, if you are still vested in the way things are. You're still here hoping for your little political pony to win the next race and stuff like that. You are already stuck in 1922 because these people that you are pulling for are actually looking ahead like Daniel the prophet and like John the apostle to the coming finishing of the kingdom. These people are not interested in America the way Americans are. And I think that is, well, that's the loss of the people who just don't get it. Let the people you're saying, oh, he's going to fix this and, and he's going to make that great again. You have no idea that these people are looking ahead to the coming of a new kingdom that does not include many people being alive for a start. That does not include all this stuff that people are doing now and stockpiling now. It doesn't include a lot of things. What that kingdom is focusing on is termination of everybody that it finds not useful. I have already shared Um That one of the agendas is to get rid of as many old people as possible, as many unskilled people as possible, as many people as they find are not valuable resources. And this is something I saw that even the Russians will do. The Russians are not going to come here and take over what is left of America and then concern themselves with keeping a large population alive. They were looking for the strong, they were looking for the educated, they were looking for people who had technical skills that could be put to use in their own societies, Russia and China and the massive cities. I saw them building over there. They were looking for strong people. They needed labor. They needed people to labor in brick and mortar. And so they were basically looking for exactly what God calls them architects of destruction, exactly what the American home-based architects of destruction are looking for. They are looking for to, to build their own utopia, and that just doesn't include everyone. So this is why prayer is needed. But beyond prayer, I put it to you that this is why waking up is needed. This is why snapping out of the stupor is very important for men and women who come here. If you're looking for me to echo the bias of whatever it is you're sipping out there, you're you're plum out of luck because God is mixing a totally different form of cocktail here. It's a stiff drink and those who love life and desire to see length of days Those are the people who are going to to appreciate what the Lord has set on this table. And so now let's go to this dream that made me mad. I dreamt that I went to the kind of place that I don't go to. It was far above my pay grade. Fancy linen tablecloths, genuine silver, fine china, fine glassware for drinking in. And they made that little ding, ding, ding announcement that it was time for dinner. And I sat down and I was seated next to a young man who was a little younger than me. And we were sitting side by side. And of course, as we were waiting for the meal to be served, the different courses, we got into small talk and he asked me what I do. And I told him, and then I asked him what he did. And here is the condescending answer that he gave me. He said, well, I used to work, but I don't work anymore I recently came into a lot of money. And, you know, I think that with a little effort and a little caring about your financial future, you could too. You could do better for yourself. And for some reason, I got really mad at this, you know. But I restrained myself and I said, oh, and how's that? How could I do better for myself? And then he says to me, you have you have to know how to trade the stock market. You see, you can't just sit there in the general pool and hope that things are gonna work out for you. You have to work hard. You have to make good choices. You have to pay attention to the different indexes. You have to know when to get in when it's time and then get out when you sense it's about to go downhill. It's a skill you see. It's all about intuition and hard work. And then he sat back like he was talking to a very stupid baby that doesn't know how to breastfeed so that it gets fat and round like the other smart babies do. And then I had an outburst. Normally, I would overlook something like this, but I don't know how I had an idea of the things that I said to this young man, but I just basically poured out words on him. And as I was speaking, the proof of everything that I was saying appeared at that big dinner table in front of everyone. And this is what I said. I said, you arrogant dummy. Do you think this money that you came into was earned legitimately? You really think that it's hard work and intuition or whatever nonsense that your uncle told you that this is how you got all this money? So I sensed in my heart that this money this boy had, this young man had, was not even a death inheritance. Nobody had to die. The feeling I had is that this uncle was alive and well, that he was about 55 years old, and yet he had given this young man Over $600,000 is the sum that God was showing me in the spirit as I was speaking. So a pretty young uncle, only 55, was able to drop 600K plus on his young nephew. And that catapulted that boy immediately out of his job. He quit his job and he began to dedicate all his time learning from his uncle how to trade what he thought was legitimate money that his uncle had given him. And so he was looking at me so shocked as I was speaking, as I was telling him, do you really think this is legitimate money that your uncle has given you? Almost a million dollars that he's given you. You really think that this is clean money? And he didn't dare to answer me. And I yelled at him. I said, your uncle had coupons, coupons. He traded on the market with coupons and every trade that he made cost him only pennies on the dollar. And that is how your uncle made his fortune. He used coupons. And when I said coupons for the last time out of the air, it was almost comical. There was a rain of something that looked like these very large train tickets. So each ticket was about yay big, and rectangular, and at the top, it had either a lengthwise black edge or a lengthwise red edge, and then written in big white letters, it said coupons, and each one was signed with the signature of the person who had used it, and all of us at the dinner table sat there and watched as a rain of coupons with this boy's uncle's signature was pouring on his head, in his lap, on his plate, and just piling up in front of him, a rain of the evidence of his uncle's guilt in front of everybody. And the Lord said, insider trading, cutting corners, using the back door. And so these coupons, let me show you how it works. Above the table in the air in front of all of us we began to see something like a movie scene and so we were looking in a man's very well appointed and expensive bedroom so we were in the bedroom and in the in the bed at the back this man's wife was sleeping it was about 1 or 2 a.m. in the morning and she had gone to bed with a rich lady silky eye things and she was sleeping and we saw a man's desktop in front of all of us and we saw his shopping cart of stocks. So he had put in quite a few stocks into his shopping cart. And then he began to enter coupon code after coupon code after coupon code. And we all watched as stocks that were worth about $1 million dropped to $50,000. He entered in all the coupons He got those things at a price of peanuts on the dollar. And then he clicked purchase and all those things became his. He didn't pay a million dollars. He paid 50 K. And so I continue speaking. And I said, your uncle is a thief and you have thief's money. So if he's the person that gives you information that you trade with, you're well on your way to becoming a thief yourself. And then when I finished speaking, all the coupons stopped raining out of the air and I just stared straight ahead, waiting for my food to come as this boy was trying to gather up all this stuff. And I was feeling a little bad for him because he was so embarrassed and I could feel in his heart, he was confused and he was really sad because he really looked up to his uncle and he really thought that it was his uncle's smarts that had won him all that wealth. But I just, there was nothing I could do about that. And then the Lord said that the stock exchange will fall. He said it will collapse and the financial language people, and in financial language, people will lose their shirts. Now, I don't exactly know how the stock market works, so I cannot give you any further context than the things that I have said in this video that were shown to me by the Lord. I know the stock exchange exists. I know people are in it. It's just complicated, and any interest that I've had in it has never really gone that far. The market will crash. Volatility of the stock market will be exposed. People get severely discounted prices to do their trading. They get kickbacks in the market, and they share private tips about making money with each other. And also, as God has said, the economy is deliberately crashed from time to time, to serve agendas that the American people, and in fact that the people around the world who always end up affected by these deliberate crashes, they have no idea about, partly because they just won't listen. To the geniuses of the world, everything is conspiracy until they end up broke. That's the only time people ever start investigating the truth, when it bites them. And so, all of this is done to weaken the structure from within so that ordinary people can fail. Um, there were three. There are three dreams on the master's voice that can back this up. The black horse dream, the leaders of Babylon and the iron gods, and also the unemployment prophecy that speaks of 1933 levels of Great Depression, as well as the live prophecy prayer call. That's about five things. I will watch this video back and put them all in the description box. I am celestial and this is the master's voice. I am not speaking my opinion here and I'm not running an entertainment center. The Lord God has sent me to prepare for him a people who will be ready to endure and even survive and thrive until he comes back. And so as you're listening to these prophecies, what you are doing is you are going back to the Lord to ascertain the personal plan of Protection, provision, and progress for your life. Believe it or not, Christians, prophecy is not the end of all things. We are in the end times, and that means that these words must come. They must be heard, at least by those who want to hear, and they must be fulfilled. Nothing is going to stop the end times from coming. But in the Bible, we have the entire story of the Exodus where God had his people And he maintained his people in what I can almost call a climate-controlled environment. So God was out there on his best form, busting up Egypt to pieces. And yet in Goshen, when there was three days of darkness or however many days of darkness in Egypt, I still have that prophecy to put up that the plagues of Egypt are coming back and that they will all be fulfilled on the earth again, including water to blood God said, we will be drinking energy drinks and bottled tea because the watered sources will all turn bloody. And then he said at that time, that is when people will learn to respect him. And that is when people will learn that he is God alone and they must honor him and stop chitter chattering so much. And so God kept his people in a climate controlled environment in Goshen. He protected them. He fed them, but he also demanded obedience from them. When the plague of death was coming, Moses made it very clear to them, you are to anoint your doors with the blood of the lamb. However, if you're one of those people who say, but what about our animals and my dog needs to go out and relieve himself and all the things that people say when I share these prophecies, then obviously you don't need to be told that when the plague of death is active in the streets and you happen to be in the streets, you forfeit the climate-controlled environment and you will fall among the slain who cannot listen. So in the end times, there is progress, there is provision, but you need to seek the Lord for individual direction for your household. The internet is not where you get spiritual answers for the times that we are going into. You have two knees. It is time that we begin to put them into use, trusting that God will help the humble And God will be found by all who seek him in the day that he is still near and taking applications. This is Celestial with a Master's Voice. Thank you for being with me. I would like to give thank yous to all the people who support this ministry. You are greatly appreciated. Thank you for your gifts. And may the Lord return them to you and increase you and secure your households. And may the blessing of the Lord be upon his people. Open your ears, open your heart that you can receive what the Father is sending to us all in this hour. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.